1: Today is Monday, May 23rd, 2022, and Joe Biden and Barack Obama are indeed ensnared in John Durham's trial of Hillary Clinton's lawyer. It's getting juicy, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get all the details on this show, along with why didn't Robert Mueller figure this out? It seems to be the most obvious conclusion that Hillary Clinton created all these dirty documents and this hoax to give to the media and the FBI. Robert Mueller. After three years and $40 million, couldn't quite crack this case. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.
2: And let's move on to the testimony of uh, now Mark Elias, his law partner at Perkins Coie, who funneled all the, in- all the money from the Hillary Clinton campaign to Fusion GPS and the Alpha Bank server nonsense. He comes in and guts Sussman's defense. He says, uh, we were working together, and of course, the Hillary Clinton campaign was our client, and then there's the documentation, the emails, and the billing sh- that shows that Michael Sussman was billing the Hillary Clinton campaign for all the work related to Alpha Bank. And if that wasn't enough, you have the FBI's uh, tech expert come in. I think his name was Hellman, come in and say. The we, the FBI knew one day after we received this information about Alpha <laughs> Bank and the purported connection to Trump Tower that it was complete garbage. That is some pretty yeah. powerful testimony and documents from John Durham.
1: My name is Benny Johnson and welcome to the Benny Show. We are watching Biblical Movements right now happening. Can you feel it? Can you sense it? There is a movement right now in this country for the destruction of the old and the decrepit and the cabals that none of us want to live under any longer. The Hillary Clintons, the Joe Bidens, the Barack Obamas, their time is coming to an end. This Entire diseased temple that has been built up that has been lying to you for so very long is coming crumbling down and it is a beautiful thing to see in so much as it is also a scary thing to see because as the walls are ripped apart and as you begin to see what was inside of these structures and these law enforcement agencies and these institutions that you used to trust you begin to be fearful because you're saying wow How corrupt were these people and how corrupt are the institutions that won't tell you about it? So we've been checking and we can't find a single broadcast on the Sussman trial and the Hillary Clinton created and concocted con on any of the corporate media network channels. It's not being covered on CNN, NBC, ABC News. These plagiarists. And these regime media scum are covering up for the fact that they actually accepted this information. They were duped by this con by Hillary Clinton. And now they are trying to silence this story. And it's why with a war raging and with monkeypox and with Biden fumbling throughout Asia and trying to start World War III with China, well, we thought that we would start this week off with the massive bombshells that we have learned. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Barack Obama and Joe Biden are implicated and ensnared in the documents that are being revealed by John Durham, and he's just getting started. We have at least one more week of John Durham's trial. He hasn't even gotten to the good stuff yet. But here we are, seeing inside for the first time the operations of our corrupt government and the agents of it and how they worked in unison with the FBI and the Clinton campaign in order to sabotage Donald J. Trump. The president of the United States went into office with the FBI openly and clearly admitting that there was no connection between Donald Trump and Russia and yet the FBI opened up Operation Crossfire Hurricane. Our first story today is about that. We're gonna to read to you from The Federalist who has an incredible breakdown of how the FBI James Comey, Peter Strzok, and Andrew McCabe, names that you know, all of them disgraced, all of them defrocked, all of them oath breakers. Just complete, complete banality of these people to utilize their law enforcement operation and the generally good name of the FBI, their power inside of that agency, to go after a duly elected president of the United States on information that they knew was one, garbage, and two, provided and created wholly by the Hillary Clinton campaign. How corrupt are government institutions? How long until Republicans defund the FBI or vote to break it up? It has become a political weaponized arm of the DNC, and it's time to dive into the details and show you exactly how this happened. Ladies and gentlemen, handwritten notes from 2017 show that the FBI lied to the Department of Justice, Department of Justice run by Jeff Sessions at the time, Trump appointees at the time, and they lied about how they were investigating Donald Trump. Jumping here into the article, in a surprise move, Sussman's defense team last week disclosed handwritten notes from the Justice Department. What did these notes suggest? Well, they contain one-liners and hearsay casting doubt on Sussman's claim that he was not representing anyone. That's why they were introduced at trial. But what this reporter did for the Federalist is dig deeper into what the notes had to say. And what they showed was that the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, which had launched an investigation into Donald Trump, in spite of the fact that they knew that these allegations were fake and false, that the FBI was being weaponized in order to create a case against Donald Trump and get a special counsel in turn to destroy his presidency. They knew it was a lie from the beginning, and now they were obscuring these facts from the Department of Justice, which has oversight over the FBI. The Department of Justice tells the FBI what to do and how to operate. The top law enforcement official is the Attorney General in the United States. They are very powerful and they can direct the FBI and oversee the FBI's investigation, make sure that they are being run correctly and legally. Everybody knows that the FBI can abuse its power, whether it be with the Gretchen Whitmer case in Michigan, whether it be the old Herbert Hoover days, what they did with Martin Luther King, and so on and so forth. The FBI has regularly and often abused its power, and so the DOJ's job is to keep them at heel. So in these notes that were released, we have found out something fascinating, which is that the DOJ were full-on I'm sorry, forgive me. The FBI and their agents were full on blue and on conspiracy theorists. They were open abaters of lies from the Hillary Clinton campaign and purveyors of outright disinformation, misinformation, if you can even characterize those words as such, but they are national intelligence terms. They are terms of an espionage state. And this is precisely what was happening. Espionage color revolutions against the sitting president from within his own government. Let's read the article. Notes from the first documents that have been released to the public show that the FBI was telling the DOJ about the prediction and status of the FBI's crossfire hurricane investigation. This is the investigation into Donald Trump. This was before FBI Director James Comey shock announcement at the House Intelligence Committee that the investigation was going on. This led to the appointment of Mueller. Did you know that not since the pandemic have stocks slid as much as they slid just last month? Quarterly earnings are abysmal. The economy is shrinking and mortgage rates are going through the roof because the Fed knows that an overheated economy and hyperinflation is going to lead to disaster. And it's already here, ladies and gentlemen. Stagflation and the worst economic climate in many decades is upon us. What are you doing to protect your wealth? In the Johnson family, we're using our friends at Birch Gold. We are buying precious metals and diversifying into something of real value. My wife and I. Invested for the first time last month, and Birch made it so easy. For the first time, we have our future protected by precious metals. We diversified into a tax-sheltered retirement account with gold, And it couldn't have been easier. Please text Benny to 989898 to secure the gains you've made while you still can. Every roller coaster comes to an end, every night at the bar comes with a hangover, and we are here. Do not get a headache over losing your fiat currency because of the dumb decisions made in Washington. Invest in something of real value gold, ladies and gentlemen, through Birch Gold, the only people I trust with my future. Text Benny to 9898 and start protecting your future today with gold. The DOJ had a legal responsibility to supervise the FBI. So the DOJ is in charge of the FBI here. The FBI had a meeting with the DOJ where the FBI openly and egregiously lied and misconstrued the purposes of their investigation in comical form. At this meeting, the FBI was represented by Deputy Director Andy McCabe, Counterintelligence Executive Assistant Director Bill Priestap, and Counterintelligence Deputy Assistant Peter Strzok. The notes from the FBI reveal a pattern of repeated lies and omissions by FBI leadership to DOJ officials that concealed the dramatic deterioration of the predicate for Crossfire Hurricane. So the FBI can't just open an investigation into me, okay? So I have a bust of a young Abraham Lincoln on my desk. The FBI probably hates Abraham Lincoln and they probably despise the fact that Abraham Lincoln was a good dude, all right? Maybe he rubbed him the wrong way once. And the FBI, because of their vicious hatred for Abraham Lincoln, could not open an investigation into me simply because I have a bust of him on my desk. The FBI couldn't just use the fact that I have a couple pennies rattling around in my pocket and that has Abraham Lincoln's face on it to do a full-scale investigation of my life and perhaps throw me in jail. The FBI needs to create a very serious case for investigation of a crime or investigation of a private American citizen. You must present documents and you must present solid reporting and intelligence before the Federal Bureau of Investigation, which has awesome powers to destroy people's lives, begin the process of destroying potentially people's lives. And you can see what they have done to men like Michael Flynn, Carter Page, Paul Manafort. What were those men's crimes? They helped out Donald Trump. What is my crime? I have a bust of Abraham Lincoln on my desk. You have to be able to show that the person you are investigating has committed crimes and you have to be able to document that and then explain that to the Department of Justice when they ask. So the Department of Justice goes, hey, FBI, why are you investigating Donald Trump for ties to Russia? This has been utterly debunked. And the FBI said this. The significance of the FBI's lies was assenuated this week at the Sussman trial when Scott Hellman, the FBI cyber analyst, testified that he knew right away in September that Sussman's data did not suggest any covert communications between Trump and Russia. This is imperative because Scott Hellman said, hey, it's the FBI's official stance that this information was garbage. Hillary Clinton tried to tell us that Trump had a secret connection to Russia. We said, that's trash, throw it out. They threw it out immediately. Hellman's testimony is the clearest evidence that the FBI knew from day one that the Trump-Russia collusion narrative was false. Other major component of the investigation was the Steele dossier. The FBI knew that in January 2017, Igor Dranchenko, Christopher Steele's primary source for the dossier, you know the dossier, all this slander and libel against Trump, they knew that Steele's source was false, was making it up, was lying. How do we know this? Because Igor Dranchenko, in an interview with the FBI, said so. And Igor Dranchenko is next on the docket for Durham. So remember that name. He's going to be tried in Virginia. Uh, I think it'll be a very different trial. Let's continue. In March 6th, the notes revealed that the FBI's leadership told the DOJ that the Carter Page FISA application had been fruitful, even though it had turned up nothing. Lie number one. The FBI leadership... Pushed the narrative that the DOJ counterparts in the dossier were crown reporting, implying that the dossier was an official United Kingdom intelligence product. False. It was a product of the Hillary Clinton campaign. Lie number two. The FBI continued to use Dranchenko as a source for information and intelligence, telling this to the DOJ. Lie number three. Dranchenko is a discredited hack who is working for the Clinton campaign operatives. Similarly, on March 6th, the notes indicate that the correction, I'm sorry, in connection with the status of the Manafort case, Strzok had reported that based on crown reporting, meaning based on official UK documents, the FBI had looked at the Republican Convention and the allegations that the Trump campaign had caused the Republican Convention to soften its stance on NATO and Crimea in exchange for Russian energy stocks. False. That's I mean, that's just blue-on conspiracy theory level stuff. That's just open. Open, mentally ill, shivering, shaking in your bed, blew it on conspiracy theory level garbage. Not even Rachel Maddow would repeat that stuff. Okay, so here's our fourth lie. Additionally, in the notes showed that the lead agent, Strzok, lied to the Department of Justice about opening the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. Strzok claimed that the investigation was triggered by Trump when he jokingly asked Russia to push Clinton's missing 3,000 emails conversation. You remember Donald Trump saying Russia, please release Hillary Clinton's emails as Trump is known to do off the cuff, straight from the hip shooting, making a joke. This was in fact not true. Ironically, in analyzing the FBI's leadership, it felt compelled to so brazenly lie to their DOJ counterparts. It appears that their hand was forced by Trump himself, who two days before the FBI DOJ meeting on March 4th, had tweeted that he had found out about President Obama wiretapping Trump Tower. Donald Trump, of course, completely correct in that. They were spying on him. They were utilizing their assets and resources to gather intel inside of Trump Tower. You can go ahead and read the FISA warrant. Read the warrant. It sits right there everyone rejoiced this last week when Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion. And we thought that maybe he'd be taking that company out of the leftist cesspool and into the land of free speech, but he's not out of the woods yet. You see, Twitter is still platformed on Amazon web servers. Those are the racks and the servers that could pull Twitter offline if they don't like what Elon Musk is doing. You don't think they'll do it? They did the same thing to Parler. They offlined the entire platform and crashed it because they didn't like what was happening on it. This is how evil and how incestuous the left has become with their control of the internet. It's why we need a new American internet. and It's why we are So thrilled to be partnering with RightForge.com. RightForge.com is the true American internet and founded on American free speech principles. That's why BennyJohnson.com is hosted by RightForge. RightForge is also bringing back President Trump to the internet by hosting Truth Social, a new online community for free thinkers and free speech. It's amazing to have a company that is investing in the real wire and infrastructure, the routers, the servers, the racks that make the internet possible. And if we don't go down to the very core, we'll never have free speech back. The core of American values is what drives RightForge. and We encourage you to go to RightForge.com. That's RightForge.com and talk to them today about bringing your domain over so you are uncancelable by the left. RightForge.com. In a number of instances, the March meeting reflected that the FBI's befuddlement and how much Trump knew about the investigation of him. The FBI was trying to conceal the fact that they were spying on Trump and that they were investigating Trump. The FBI was attempting to conceal the fact that they had launched a full-scale, open investigation into what they knew was debunked, fake campaign materials And then they were lying, the FBI agents were lying to the DOJ about it. How do we know all of this? Because Hillary Clinton's campaign manager has admitted that Hillary Clinton herself gave the okay for the release and dissemination of these lies. And that Hillary Clinton herself was behind the creation and merchandising and release of these lies to the press. Robbie Mook testified this to this in the Durham trial, and it is the largest political bombshell that has exploded in the midst of our public arena of politics in my lifetime. Please watch former advisor to President Trump, Kellyanne Conway's reaction to Hillary Clinton's sickening ploy To destroy our democracy, truly. To destroy our republic with lies. And to kneecap and rig an election in her favor. Kellyanne Conway, take it away
2: testifies under oath will. This is in a courtroom on the record under oath. This is not a Twitter argument everybody. Right. This is not the vast right and conspiracy. He testifies that they had no faith in the FBI because of Jim Comey. So instead of going and bringing this information to the FBI, they decided to give it to a New York Times reporter because they know that their auxiliary the national media are going to do their bidding and dig through here. and dig through here.
1: So why would they give it to the media at the same time that they give it to the FBI? Because you are able to then round your edges. You're able to shave off your edges there. So how the wrap-up smear works, and we talk about the wrap-up smear on this channel a lot, how it works is you create a phony story, a fake story about your opponent. My opponent is a... Serial killer. There's my story. My opponent's a serial killer. It'll be really helpful for me electorally if I just call him a serial killer. Well, where's your evidence of your opponent being a serial killer? (laughs) Well, you see, I had it reported in CNN. CNN said that there's allegations that my opponent's a serial killer. So, you know, you're going to have to go ask CNN. And CNN's reporting it, and now the FBI is looking into it. You know, because the FBI doesn't want serial killing going on in America. So my political opponent, let's call him Ronald Grump. The old, my old political opponent, Ronald Grump. I'm running against Ronald Grump. And I'm trying to restore the soul of America. Hope and change. I'm with her. And Ronald Grump is a serial killer. Well, how do you know that? Well, the FBI is investigating it. Well, why is the FBI investigating it? Well, because the media reported it. Well, why is the media reporting it? I don't know. In the meantime, I'm paying someone, paying someone. I am personally paying with campaign funds somebody to make that allegation up. That's what Hillary Clinton did. And now the media isn't even upset about it. The media is not reporting on this trial. That's why we are spending so much time on it and going into detail. Mark Thiessen is very based. I like Mark Thiessen. He used to work for George W. Bush. I don't like George W. Bush that much these days. But Mark Thiessen had a really great point, which is that the media, by reporting on this, showed that they were duped by the Clinton campaign. Take it away, Mark.
2: Why? Why? Uh, the polls show that up to si- over sixty-five percent of Americans have little or no confidence in the media to share truthful information. It's because of this. This was this was a con by the Clinton campaign. They they had uh, uh, Michael Sussman worked with Fusion GPS to gin up a bunch of opposition research that they didn't that they knew was false. Hillary Clinton approved releasing that false information to the media, while Michael Sussman fed it to the FBI, which later found it, which later concluded that there was nothing to the story and. Then, when Slate Mag—they fed it to Slate Magazine. When Slate Magazine reported it, then they used this—the the shock, shock—to hear that this, this, this news in Slate Magazine. This is serious. We should pay attention to to to, to calm the rest of the media into into buying the lie. Mm-hmm. It, it was intentional from the beginning. It was deceptive. And what's shocking to me—or shouldn't be shocking to me—but it—but it but is—is it is that instead of being outraged by the way the Clinton campaign work them and use them and lied to them and fed them this stuff. The media is just ignoring it and helping her by by sho- uh, shoving this under. There has still to this day, as far as I can tell up until this morning, I haven't seen a single story about this in the New York Times. Why why is this not being covered? Because is it because they're embarrassed because they got played or is it well, because remember, they're covering for they
0: them? Also-
1: both. Mark, the answer is both. They did get played and they are covering for them. These people are duplicitous hacks. And when we talk about the diseased temple rotting away, what you are seeing now is inside of how this operation worked. You are seeing the structures and the pillars and the columns they're falling, they're crumbling. Have you ever been to Athens? Have you ever seen photos of the Acropolis and how it's just it used to be this beautiful temple that you could uh, you know walk inside and inside you could worship the gods or what have you? I'm no I'm no uh, expert on. Greek theology. So I don't know what they were worshiping in there. Uh, But I do know this, that there was sanctum and secrecy inside of those walled temples. And now the pillars have crumbled and now the temples are rotted away and you're able to see directly inside of it. And as each pillar falls, we're able to see one more level of corruption. So you have the media on one side, which Hillary Clinton, we now know based on sworn testimony, let Let's not get it twisted here. This is sworn testimony. This isn't a tweet. This isn't your boy. Ben, yeah, was boom, I, hey, Hillary Clinton for prison. Boom. I send the tweet, right? And then people fight me on Twitter. It's not that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is hand on a Bible swearing in, in front of a federal court, in front of a federal judge, in the federal capital. Hillary Clinton's, Hillary Clinton's, Campaign manager, Robbie Mook, swearing on a Bible, which, I mean, should automatically lead to the man bursting into flames, but I digress, swearing on a Bible and then against the penalty of perjury saying, hey, guys, Hillary Clinton knew all of this and she approved it. Robbie Mook saying, Hillary did it. The Wall Street Journal having an editorial saying, Hillary did it. Essentially pinning the entire operation on her. And what became of it? Well, as we covered in the first story, the FBI began to run with these fake allegations to hurt Donald Trump. What would Donald Trump's presidency look like without Russiagate? You would have a completely, well, first off, I personally believe that there were a lot of factors that led to Donald Trump and the 2020 election getting hamstrung, but there is no greater single thorn in the paw of the administration. Trust me, talk to anyone in the administration, talk to any of the old people in the admin. We have a lot of good buddies who worked there and served our president. Russiagate was it, man. This was the thorn in the paw that hurt and hampered the capacity for Trump to govern more than anything else. And you know what it really did? It robbed you. You. Did you vote for Donald Trump? It robbed you of your vote. These cretins, they ripped up your vote and spit it in your face and said they don't like who you voted for. They don't like you. You didn't vote for us the permanent political establishment and the uniparty, the national security state apparatus. And so now we're going to turn our weapons on you. They spit on you, you, the deplorables, the regular Americans going about your business and funding this government. They spit on you and your will. This is why we are for the destruction of the temple because it's un-American. It's against the the founding of this country, what they did by propagating these lies, and we just told you the five lies that the FBI told to the DOJ. What they did by propagating these lies, which they knew to be lies, John Durham has laid that evidence bare in court. The FBI has told us they knew it was lies. They continue to investigate Trump anyway. Why? To get the Mueller investigation. The Mueller investigation gave Mueller again godlike powers inside of a vacuum, plus 30 bulldog Democrat hardened partisan lawyers, Andrew Weissman among them, Hillary Clinton donors, all of them, to then tear through Donald Trump's entire life without, by the way, the oversight of somebody like an attorney general who would have been able to stop this insanity by saying, wait a second, you have no predicate to do this investigation. You know that this stuff is garbage. You know it's a campaign document. Jeff Sessions, man, one of the worst attorney generals in American history. Long time ago, and I don't think he'd mind me saying this, long time ago we were out to dinner with Ted Cruz and he said that he was in the running to be attorney general. He was so close and that Donald Trump went with Jeff Sessions. What a different country we'd have if Ted Cruz was our attorney general, very sad. That I think we'd truly be living in a different place right now. Ted Cruz has gotten it. But what What can you do? You know, what can you do? Can't go backwards. You can only go, go forwards. But going backwards was what happened to Donald Trump's campaign and Donald Trump's presidency when Mueller got $40 million to investigate Trump-Russia collusion. So what happened? One of the public revelations created in the trial, this according to Zero Hedge, of Hillary Clinton's lawyer, Michael Sussman, Is that Hillary Clinton's campaign and Hillary Clinton's lawyers and Hillary Clinton's contracted opposition research team, Fusion GPS, manufactured the Trump-Russia hoax from stem to stern, from end to end, from east to west. The entire thing was a flaming pile of donkey crap. So why didn't Robert Mueller find that out? Why? Let's let that question hang here for a second. Why didn't Robert Mueller find this out? Seems kind of germane to the entire did Trump collude with Russia. Is are all of these allegations manufactured by the person who was running against Donald Trump? My opponent's a serial killer. He he, he kills people. Well, how do you know that? Because I made it up. I mean, <laughs> because the media and the FBI Uh-oh. Why didn't Robert Mueller find this? My two-year-old, who's a very limited vocabulary, could probably put these pieces together. She's good at puzzles. She has a puzzle of a zoo, and she knows where the elephant goes, and she knows where the giraffe goes, and she knows where the zebra goes, ladies and gentlemen. She would know that this little puzzle put being put together, the flaming pile of of crap in the corner is Hillary Clinton. And she is the one.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust? Or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's Shopify.com slash system.
1: Who's behind it all? She's the key to the entire puzzle piece. So where the hell was Robert Mueller? The Clinton hoax is the key takeaway with the testimony of Clinton campaign manager, Robbie Mook, during the Sussman trial. Of course, every intellectually honest person who watched the events unfold knew that. However, the D.C. politicians, institutions, and DOJ, FBI, and the entire corporate media have been pretending not to know the truth for six years. Mr. Mook, Clinton's campaign manager, was legally forced to put the truth into the official record, ironically because Clinton lawyers needed him to in order to save themselves. A stunned Jonathan Turley writes about the revelation here, uh, and that's a link to Jonathan Turley's piece. We suggest you check it out. Meanwhile, the journalists who received Pulitzer Prizes for publishing manufactured Clinton lies that Mook now admits must avoid any mention of the testimony in order to maintain their pretending not to know things position. Special Prosecutor John Durham found the truth behind the creation of the Trump-Russia hoax and through the trial of Sussman is now diligently passing out the bitter pill of I told you so's to the small group of rebellious researchers who found this exact trail of evidence a year ago. The Clinton campaign lying is her brand of politics. The Clinton campaign selling lies to the media is slimy, but it's just politics. The media pushing those lies showcases how corrupt they are in supporting their political allies, but the Clinton campaign selling those lies to the FBI is more problematic. This is why you have the criminal trial ongoing. However, the question is infuriatingly rhetorical. In 2017, 2018, and 2019, the special counsel probe led by the nameplate of Robert Mueller was a DC cover-up operation for the FBI and DOJ misconduct. The best defense is a good offense, so they attacked President Trump. Media people often forgot or perhaps again needed to pretend not to know that the exact same group of FBI and DOJ level staff investigating officials originated the Trump investigation in 2016, transferred it to Robert Mueller in May of 2017. These are the same people doing the same investigation under different title. The Mueller team originally consisted of the same FBI officials who received the Alpha Bank hoax, the one that Hillary Clinton made up. Andrew Weissman, in the group of 19 lawyers, joined by the effort to pull the resources together, was a Clinton operative and donor. Yet if we are to believe the current narrative, you would believe that those same investigators talked to any Hillary Clinton campaign people, Fusion GPS, Rodney Joffrey, Mark Eilis, Michael Sussman. Did they talk to Sussman about any of this? The answer is No. No. They used the Mueller investigation, which should be seen as the largest political hack discredited operation in American history to cover up their misdeeds. Mueller was a front, a facade, a fake. The mafia would use like a laundromat or a a store that sells fishes. And you go in, you're like, hey, Bob, give me a fish. And Bob gives you a fish. But what's actually happening behind the store is a massive drug operation or money laundering operation. Robert Mueller was the little front, the front of the building that sells fish. We're investigating Trump for Russia. That was a con. It was a hoax. That was a facade. Fagazy. Fagazy. It's not real. What was happening behind the scenes was the crime. And the crime was the FBI and the DOJ covering up their lies, their misdeeds, covering up the fact that they were investigating Trump for nada, nothing, Dano, zero, Dano. They had nothing. Worse yet, they knew it was fake from the start. That's what this trial is exposing. The trial is also exposing... That Joe Biden's team was in on it, that Barack Obama knew that Hillary Clinton was going to be pushing a Russia hoax. We know that now. The FBI briefed Barack Obama about these documents. They brought it to the president. Obama knew. When will he take the stand? Obama authorized clearly this to happen because the FBI was operating at his pleasure at the DOJ's pleasure. This is how it works. The president can shut these things down. So why didn't he? Joe Biden's national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, has been ensnared. Now we know through Mark Eilis' testimony, Mark Eilis was the Hillary Clinton campaign lawyer, revealed that Biden's current national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, was in the loop on these allegations of the Russia hoax. We must bring Jake Sullivan to justice. He must testify. Jake, did you know that these were manufactured lies from your campaign? And if you knew they were manufactured lies, why did you approve of them going to the media? Why did you approve of them being shopped to the FBI? This directly implicates a current member, arguably, inarguably, one of the most high-ranking members of the Biden administration, in the Sussman trial and the Hillary Clinton lies. Because Jake Sullivan knew about it. He's named. You can see here on your screen, if you're watching or if you're listening on podcast, after this broadcast, you can see that Jake Sullivan is listed multiple times in the testimony as being somebody who's in the know about these allegations and so must be in the know that the Hillary Clinton campaign manufactured them, made them up and is now openly lying to the American people for power. What does Trump say to all this? Trump says, where the hell do I get my reputation back? According to Fox News, Donald Trump reacted to the bombshell testimony out of the trial of Michael Sussman and Hillary Clinton, saying that Hillary approved the the dissemination of false information, alleging a covert communication channel between Trump and Russia. This, of course, is false. Trump told Fox News Digital that the entire Russia investigation is the greatest political scandal in history, and he will never get his reputation back. Former Clinton campaign manager Mook testified Friday that John Durham's years-long investigation into the Trump-Russia probe, Hillary Clinton approved it all, and she agreed to share the discredited data with the media. Former FBI general counsel James Baker testified that the Bureau of Investigation knew that the Trump-Kremlin-linked bank account was a nothing burger. There is nothing there, is the exact quote. This is one of the greatest political scandals in history, Trump said. For three years, I had to fight her off. Talking about Hillary. Fight off these crooked people. You'll never get your reputation back. Where do I get my reputation back? I had to fight them off, and if we had real leadership, instead of the people like Mitch McConnell, they would be doing something about it. Guys like Bill Barr, they would have done something about it. Trump said that the law enforcement and intelligence community resources devoted to investigating him, the members of the 2016 campaign officials, were what could have been the real danger with Russia, meaning that Hillary Clinton was using, and this is correct, Russian sources. How did this happen? Well, they contracted a guy named Christopher Steele, who's next an spy, and Christopher Steele used Russian sources who were extra ex-KGB and ex-Russian spies. So Hillary Clinton was actually shopping Russian disinformation. Isn't it amazing? Everything they accuse you of, they themselves are doing. Everything they say you're guilty of, you're the serial killer, it's them with the body bags in their backyard. Everything. It's the iron law of modern politics. Everything they say that you are doing they themselves are guilty of. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden accuses Republicans of being people who are unsafe. Why? Well, because we like guns and because we like our country and because we like to protect this nation. And yet Joe Biden is the person who is doing more to undermine our national sovereignty, than any single American living, maybe any single American living or dead. And is Joe Biden completely brain dead? We'll let the doctors decide. But at least a judge has ordered a Joe Biden to keep Title 42 on the border. This we know now in a, I guess, victory. How can this be called a victory? How can it be called a victory? What's happening on our southern border? The ending of Title 42, which has expelled millions of people, millions of Criminal migrants have been expelled because of this Title 42, which is uh, consistent with American pandemic emergency laws, right? What it means is that because there's an ongoing pandemic, America can get rid of the migrants that cross over its borders. A judge has halted Biden's desire to rip that statute down because why not? Why not? $40 $40 billion to Ukraine to protect their borders. Nothing to America to protect our borders. In fact, let's take down the thin, dental floss level thin protections we have in this country at all. Federal judge halted Joe Biden's plan to end Title 42, ordering federal agents to continue the program because the termination of the order violates federal law. Alexandria Mayorkas exempted 137,000 families from Title 42 and allowed them to enter the United States, man. Impeach this scum. The Biden administration has vowed to challenge the ruling because let them come. Let them come. What's that from? Lord of the Rings? Clip five. Joe Biden. Worst president in American history. Most evil and deleterious man to ever lead this nation. Watch. Watch. The White House vowing to fight a federal judge's decision to block the rollback of Title 42, which was originally set to expire today. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre saying Friday the administration disagrees with the court's ruling and the Department of Justice has announced that it will appeal this decision. The authority to set public health policy nationally should rest with the Centers for Disease Control, not with a single district court.
2: District court.
1: Got it. OK, so what you're saying here. Is that laws on the books. We've read them to you. We read them on the show regularly. It is illegal to cross into this country. Without being invited in. These are laws passed by Democrat Congresses. These are laws that were written. In part by Joe Biden. When he was in the Senate. It is illegal to just wander into America. You can't do it. And it's illegal to stay in this country. If you did wander in. You become a felon. That is federal law. So, what they're saying is that we're just going to ignore federal law. These people should go to jail. They'll be impeached. Andy Biggs was on our Newsmax show this weekend, Congressman Andy Biggs from Arizona, and he was saying that impeachment's coming day one. Alexandria Mayorkas is getting impeached day one. These scum are going to burn. Half a million migrants crossed the border in 10 weeks, according to Breitbart. More than half a million migrants illegally crossed the border of southern Mexico during a 10-week period ending on May 15th. Half a million in 10 weeks. It's the end of the country if we continue to allow it. And I think people are getting fed up. I think people are sickened. This is why the RNC outraised the DNC in a month of April. The month of April by over $1 million. That's pretty big because the DNC has presumably control of the House, the Senate, and the presidency. You'd think people would want to give them money. Nope. People are handing money to the RNC. Republican National Committee bested its political rivals in, the, in fundraising last month, bringing in $1.3 million more than Democratic National Committee in April. RNC raised $14 million, DNC, 12. million. So what does it say? It says, ladies and gentlemen, that people are awake and that people are not going to take it anymore. And this is where we need to be as a country because there is, in fact, a very big threat to this nation. And the threat is people who don't believe this nation should exist anymore. And that is hard pill to swallow. It's tough. It's tough to recognize that the people who you are communicating with and who are actively living in this country alongside with you do not want the country to exist any longer but here is the moment that we've entered and this indeed is the battle do you believe that america should exist at all if you are for open borders if you are for world war III, if you are for the collapse of the dollar the collapse of our markets how's your 401k doing by the way the collapse of our food supply chain the collapse of our oil drilling energy independence If you are for the collapsing brainstem of a essentially brain-dead president who's wobbling, wandering aimlessly around the White House in a mustard-stained bathrobe. If you're for these things, you're not for America. If you're for the grooming of our children and the indoctrination, uh, use of public education to indoctrinate and cripple children for life, scar them for life, you're not for this country. You're not for America. You're just not. You're not. And the only prescription that I have for you is to be removed from power. And that's what the people are going to do. We're going to do it legally, we're going to do it calmly, and we're done. You're done. Preserve your documents, get ready, because the people, we the people who run this place, who are the vast majority, 80% of this nation, Or just normal families who want to be left the hell alone. You haven't left us alone. You've wrecked everything in our lives. You've swooped in through your criminality, through your scams, through your cons, like the Russiagate con, from the FBI on down. And you've made this place miserable for us. And we're starting to notice and we're starting to get upset and pissed. And so your days are done. You've seen it in the polling numbers. You're seeing it in the fundraising numbers. You're seeing it in the turnout numbers. The Democratic Party as an operational party is over after Joe Biden. And we will build something much better in his place. We're very happy on this channel to be part of that building process. And we want to thank you for watching. We are completely and totally aligned with you. Your worldview your value system, what you care about. We'll talk about on this show. We're one, we've checked the channels. We're one of the only channels that did a full on deep dive, the full show on Sussman, Clinton, Obama, Biden. That's what we're covering here because we care and we listen to what you want to hear. We have our priorities, right? God, family, country on this channel. And we are free men and women. And we're going to stay that way. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to win. And it's going to be biblical. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show.